What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to She Wins Podcast, the business, entrepreneurship, and lifestyle podcast for you to get the tools, the tips, and the knowledge to start and grow a successful online business. We're going to be having fun talks and discussions with experts in the industry on topics like business, marketing, branding, and much more, where you will learn actionable tips that you can apply to your own business. We're here to encourage you and empower you to start your own online business and guide you through the journey. My name is Fatia and I'm your host. So let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to today's episode. My name is Fatia and I'm your host. Hope you're all doing great. Hope you're all doing amazing. We are almost at the end of the week. So I know that you guys are having a big smile on your face right now. And I'm really excited to be here today because we had such a great turn up on the first episode and I personally didn't expect it. And I know that it's because you're actually sharing the podcast and you've been so supported that I want to take a minute to thank you and tell you how grateful I am. Thank you so much for listening and for sharing with your friends. Today's episode is brought to you by She Wins Membership, the global community for female entrepreneurs. Ever heard of your network in their network? SheWins Membership is the place for you to connect and collaborate with women in business from all over the world. At the same time, start and grow your online business with all the support you need. We provide you amazing coaching sessions where you can get your questions answered. And if you have any challenges, don't worry, we got you covered. We also have masterclasses, action plans, webinars, and much more every single month. You don't have to ever feel alone when building your business. Our community will keep you accountable of achieving your dreams and goals. Check out the membership at SheWinsMastermind.com. You can join right today, right now at SheWinsMastermind.com. So let's get into today's episode because we're having a conversation with a woman that I believe she's an example of strength. Her name is Amina Michelle, and Amina is first of all a mom, and that led to her biggest struggle in life. But with personal development, she was able to turn her biggest struggle into strength. And nowadays, she's helping hundreds of women do the same. By being a balanced and goal-setting coach, Amina is making a huge impact in the community. So we are really excited to have her as a guest today. So welcome to the show, Amina. Tell us more about yourself. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for inviting me, no Madia. It's 
an absolute pleasure and my passion is women so being part of this is amazing i love what you're doing here i love the movement you're moving with and i love the plans you've got for your future so to be a part of that is an absolute privilege so thank you yes as you introduced yeah i'm amina michelle I am a balance and success coach. I'm a goals specialist. And yes, I'm a mother to two. Little picture there. <laughs> um, and you're right. I did go through amazing struggle. I did call it amazing struggle because actually it's made me who I am. And someone said, what would you redo? And actually I wouldn't redo any of it. Every bit of it has helped me exercise a muscle I was never using before. So the fact that I stand stronger now, because I'm still on my journey, means that everything I've gone through and everything I've experienced has all been part of helping me become who I am now. And this is why I work with women and why I love to work with women, because we all go through things that make us who we are. And I don't think any of that is done by mistake. And I really think you're doing a great job. So when did you actually decide that you wanted to keep helping women and build a business around it? I didn't know I wanted to do that. I wasn't, I didn't see that as an option for me. I just knew I didn't want to go back to work because I wanted to look after my children. Yeah. which I know there's countless amount of women and mothers that I know, you feel like you're going to be that career woman and you want to soak yourself into a career and make your way up and go further and all these aspirations career-wise until you meet that little person. And it does change you. And I've heard people say all the way up to giving birth, yeah, I'm going to go straight back to work. I'm going to go straight back to work. And I said the same thing. Yeah. But when you meet this little person and when you realize that your impact on this person is so massive, it changes you. And every woman's different. But for me, it was how do I be the mom that I think I want to be? Because I wasn't sure what kind of mom I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. How do I do that? And stay at home and still make money in some kind of way. I I wasn't sure. And at the point, at that point, it wasn't really about that. I just was feeling very lost in the role I just walked into. So it wasn't part of my plan. It wasn't part of something I wanted to do. It wasn't like this long, long lasting thing. Oh, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. It wasn't that at all. So it was more like, what can I do now that I want to be here with my kid? but at the same time earn some extra money, isn't it? Well, I would love to say yes, but it wasn't. I just didn't want to fail at being... Can we say it was more an accident then? It was. It was absolutely (laughs) an accident. And I'm still falling into accidents right now. But um, what I would say was because I had such a high expectation of myself, I didn't want to lose. And I thought, if I'm away from my child, I'm going to be losing at being a parent, which is totally not the truth. And I don't believe it anymore. But at the time, I think I weighed under that a lot. Um, about what would people think of me if I was working? And what would people think of me if I was putting my child in childcare? And if I had babysitters and had people to look after her? And what would people think of me? And I was consumed, my mind was consumed about everybody else's opinion of me rather than my own opinion. Mm. so it was by accident and it was out of necessity as well um and even up until this day there's family members and people that are in my life that were like you wouldn't let us touch her you wouldn't let us be near her and I know that was a lot of my insecurities coming through but also because I felt like 
if I let people do that and be involved in that way, then I'm failing because I'm not doing everything, which is what I thought being a mum was. So how do you deal with your insecurities at the moment? Because I know we're all human, we're all women, and we love to criticize ourselves. So how do you deal with the self-doubt at the moment? When I tell you, you will never arrive somewhere. So it's a daily thing for me. My mindset and my, my heart is something I pay attention to every single day. So some of the practical things that I do is I speak positively to myself. I forgive myself quickly. Mm-hmm. there's dishes in the sink right now yeah. but no one's gonna die it's fine. <laughs> um <laughs> you know it, what i've realized is what are the things i need to act on now and what are the things i don't have to act on now but i did all of that through self-education so i read a hell of a lot i don't watch a lot of tv i've replaced that with self-development through audible because i listen to my books through reading because i have my own library through youtube i love youtube for um, people I listen to, Joel Osteen, Sarah Jakes Roberts, um, mm. Impact Theory with Tim Bilyeu. Oh, Those are my yeah. favorites. And these are things I listen to over and over again. This year now, I've started taking notes. So I don't just listen. Whereas for the past two years, I've just been consuming and consuming and consuming, which has been, had a massive impact on me. And this year now, I'm going to be taking more notes. It's like I'm going to just have class or school <laughs> Whatever you want to call it, wherever I am. Yeah, so but those I do. Say that again. I said you're all, you're doing all this for yourself, not because anyone told you Absolutely. so. Like in the past, that we all did. Because I um, remember in school, we used to do stuff for other people. It wasn't for ourselves. But with personal development, you can actually work on yourself. Start doing things for yourself, and that's really important, I believe. And you're also an author, isn't it? Yes, yes, I am. That opportunity came up. It wasn't something I'd gone after. It was something that came to me. And I think someone said um, something about being the right person at the right time or being in the right place at the right time. Then I heard it said differently. And it says you've got to be the right person in the right place at the right time. So because I'd worked on myself and I'd gotten to the place where actually when the opportunity came up, I was like, okay, I am ready for this. Yes, it still feels daunting. Yes, it feels still feels scary so I was given the opportunity to author a chapter in a book called The Secret Diaries of the Female Entrepreneur and the main author is Michelle Starnahill who was my mentor and I did her program for a year she's absolutely phenomenal and I watch her as well I watch her all the time all of her <laughs> YouTube videos um, all of her stuff I watch her all the time because she's so inspirational and making things happen so you've got to find the mentor that's getting the results that you want. And that's the mentor you want. Exactly. Finding the right mentor is so, so important. Because at the end of the day, I believe that even like your business success depends on finding the right guy that's going to lead you to where you want to go. I remember when I first started, let's say it was like five years ago, I used to have too many mentors. And that's another problem because you're listening to too many voices that are not necessarily in the same niche as you, in the same business as you, and you find out listening to different advice that are pulling you in different direction. And that can be very overwhelming and getting you lost, like what happened to me. And how you can actually find back your way is finding the right mentor, the right guy with your same values and your same vision to lead you to where you want to go. 
The next question I want to ask you is how do you deal with your mental health? Because in our pre-conversation, you mentioned that you struggle with depression. So how do you take care of your mental health at the moment? And how do you actually overcome depression? I, um, I was just talking to a friend today, actually, and it's acknowledging that you're struggling. Um, first of all, you know, we pretend we're not or we pretend that oh this is normal or this is normal and oh I should be able to deal with this and I should be able to get through this and I should have the answers for this and that's not necessarily the truth I think we have to acknowledge okay I'm struggling um so that was a really hard one for me um I'm coming from a family of really strong women and I if anything even though they're very strong women I think it kind of set me up for a fall because they all got things right and they always made things happen and they always did this. And I never saw them struggle so much. Mm -hmm. So struggling felt alien to me. So admitting that I was struggling, one made me feel really weak, but actually made me realize actually, okay, now that I've acknowledged it, now that I can see it, I know what I'm dealing with. So that was the first thing. And that came after I started even my self-development, to be honest, mm -hmm. it didn't come straight away because I was still in massive denial. I decided I need to live. I, I didn't, I wasn't a big enough reason to live for myself because I actually went through a time where I wanted to just commit suicide. It just wasn't, and I didn't have any attempts and I didn't attempt to commit suicide. It was just thoughts. So this is why my mental state is something that's very important to me and um, your thinking and how you speak to yourself. Those are things that I really speak highly on because they do have massive power. So when I went through that, I realized that if I were to say, take my life and leave, then the question came up for me and this is the control freak in me. I was like, well, what's gonna happen to my children? Because at the time when I went into it, I had one and obviously I've got two daughters now. I was like, well, who's gonna make sure they don't go through the struggles that I've gone through? Yeah. Who's gonna make sure that they, they have the foundation they need to be their best selves? And I couldn't mention one person that could do that for them except me now knowing that I had the realization that I don't know if I got that set up as well as I could have yeah. so at that point out of necessity I realized I have to stay so it wasn't even like oh yes I'm gonna stay I'm gonna love myself and I'm gonna be my best self it was nothing like that it was just I've got to stay because if I don't stay I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel selfish for leaving <laughs> and leave my kids to suffer so that's how I literally I had to make a choice and saying that just because you make a choice doesn't mean everything in your life's going to change to support that choice and I believe that sometimes you can make a choice and everything can stay exactly the same meaning the environment's not right and the environment's toxic or it's you haven't got the right thing set up to help you so I had to take a journey to create the environment I needed to have and I still didn't even know what that was so it was one step at a time. I joined a network marketing company. They had this big thing about self-development. I had never known about it before. So people like Jim Rohn were, were mentioned, Les Brown, um, Tony Robbins, people I had no knowledge of. So I just started listening to a few. I started listening to things on YouTube and I was like, okay, kind of makes sense. And it just got a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit here and a little bit there. Then I cut things off and I cut things off. But this was a really, really slow process. And I'm talking about my journey started when my daughter was two. She's 10 now. So I'm talking about eight years in the making of who I am right now. And I know I haven't arrived anywhere yet. And arriving for me is death. So when I reach the end of my life, 
mm. and I've arrived those pearly gates which is the plan yeah. that's when I'm arriving so I know this is a continuous journey and people want a quick fix we're living in a microwave generation where one thing's happening just like that and it just doesn't Say that again, Fadia. I was saying that it's a mindset that is not healthy for everyone because since we kind of expect things to happen the next day, like you are saying, it's been an eight-year journey, but a lot of people, if things don't happen in one month, they think that they cannot do it, they think they're not good enough, and they tend to give up very easily. It's a proper difficulty in going through the process because it is a process. And like you were saying, the actual process requires time. And it's worth it. You can tell us that it's worth it, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's definitely worth it. And my children are 10 and 6 now. Um, my ultimate goal is that they are freer than I am. Mm -hmm. To, I feel like I need to... My, my goal is to be all I can be. Yeah. And when I can be all I can be, that's then a jumping off point for them. That's where they start. So my responsibility is to live at my best, yeah. for my best. Mm -hmm. And that means making mistakes often. That means failing often. That means regrouping and reevaluating. That means all of that stuff so they can see that this stuff is normal. Yeah. Being a failure at times doesn't mean that you're a failure. It means you failed at something something which means that it needs evaluation which means that we can make changes and if they learn that now that gives them a massive head forward definitely and you you mentioned network marketing and i would like to speak a little bit about that because i definitely i started my journey in network marketing six years ago so it played a big role of like all my entire journey because that's where i started that's where i learned so tell me a little bit more about it. Like, how was your experience in the network marketing company? I had no idea what network marketing was. I just knew that it was an offer to work from home and earn an income. Mm -hmm. So that's what I signed up for. I just wanted an income where I stayed at home, which is what I was saying earlier yeah. about having my child at home and feeling like I didn't want to go back to work. Mm -hmm. And I joined the company and I was really scared <laughs> <laughs> Listen, i can relate so much because i yeah. moved, I, I was born and raised in italy so i moved from italy to london six years ago and i was approached with these opportunities i was like i'm in a new country i'm very open to new opportunities and i got approached with this in, never in my life i thought i was going to end up doing business to be honest with you and it was really scary. I can even say I was like, it was, I don't know, very, very challenging. Let's put it like that. Because by the same time, it was kind of, I knew that that was the place I was meant to be. With, because yes. of the positive energy. We know like in this network marketing meetings have all this positive energy. People are working on themselves. And I, I was looking for something, but I just didn't know what it was. And when I find myself yeah. in one of those meetings, I was like, okay, yeah, this is what I actually want. But I don't know the hows, how to do things. Like, that was the scary part for me. I was like, I don't know how to do this thing. And that's one of the things that I had to learn. It was taking, letting go 
of that control. That took me a really long time, to be honest, because this is why I call myself a goal setting specialist, because I've done a lot of research. When they kept telling me, do a vision board and set your goals, I was sure. I had realized I stopped asking for anything at a very early age because I kept hearing no. Mm. And because I kept hearing no, and that was really crushing me, I just said, you know, if I don't expect anything and if I don't want anything, then I'll be okay. It'll feel safer. You will so, not be disappointed. Absolutely. Mm. So when they were encouraging me to do this, it was very alien to me. I, it didn't feel normal. It felt selfish. It felt all sorts of stuff. It felt. So I really had to, I had to dig deep and figure out what is it they're asking me to do and why they're asking me to do that. And when I unlocked, unlocked the understanding of goal setting, I realized why that was the secret pin to everything. But going back to me joining my network marketing company, what I got from that was community. Yeah. I got support. I got, I made friends. I've got friends that will always be my friends forever because I know what their goals are. They know what my goals are. We've worked together. We supported each other and I've had some really genuine people be in my life through my network marketing company. And that also introduced me to my self-development. So had I not been introduced to self-development, my mindset would not be the way it is. I wouldn't read the Bible the way it is. I wouldn't read the books the way they are. Realizing and understanding that they can change me completely. So it is about a change of mindset. Because if you think about the children of Israel, when they were on the way to the promised land. And if we think about that, that was actually an 11 day journey. I've heard Joel Osteen, I've heard my own pastor speak about that God had to take them the long way around because they were not ready for mm. what was to ha- they were to have in the promised land. And I think sometimes we feel that we've got goals and we've got dreams and we've got things that we want to achieve and have. But if we're not ready up here, Exactly. It can't happen. Yeah, we and can't this is why I this is why I raise my kids the way I raise them. Mm. I don't want my children to be told, oh, be this, be this, be this, be realistic and da, 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 da. I don't want them to be told that now for them to be turned my age early, um, later in life and say, Oh, you know, you've got a dream and you've got to do this. So you've just spent I've just spent my whole life being told to be realistic and now I'm being told to go back to how I was as a child yeah. and dream big and I'm just I'm not going to take my kids on that roller coaster ride yeah, of true. whether that's the truth or not yeah it's such a it's such a great thing what you just said right now I still have people right now that tell me you should be realistic like you're too much of a dreamer but that's not the reality because I don't want to give myself limits because limits are just in our mind. But the thing is that we have so many people around us that have been disappointed so many times. They just believe that no one should have the chance to actually, or no one can do what they, they wasn't able to do. And do you know what? These people aren't, aren't the enemy. Yeah. Um, if anything, the people that tell us not to or go back, get a normal job, like I've heard that loads of times, um, <laughs> they really care about us. But what they're doing is they're giving advice based on their level of achievement or their level of understanding. This is why another of the things that I do is I'm very intentional about the people that feed into my life, the people that I speak to about my dreams, the people that I share my visions with. Like it's very few um, because 
the wrong person with the right dream will never make it happen. So you have to be careful and be intentional about the people that share the things that are important to you. And what would you say if those people that actually, you know, draw you out of that, of what you actually want to do are people close to you, like your family? What would you do? What, what would you say about that? Did you experience something I remember, like that? I remember someone saying that for every one person that is a naysayer, for example, mm. you need five people to build you up. So my only advice would be, be careful of the exposure to these people. And no, and a lot of people have said, oh, you know, cut these people off or cut these people off. I wouldn't necessarily say that because some of these people are, are in your family and you see them all the time. Mm. What I would say is limit the exposure to these people in a sense of if you don't have to go to that event that you know you're going to feel bad at, then respectfully decline or mm. and that's okay and people get used to that now like I don't go to everything yeah um and if I do I'm now at a place where I can go to anything because I infect the environment rather than let the environment affect me mm -hmm. I'm at that stage that I feel strong you know mm -hmm. and only you will know how strong you feel and how strong you are to speak to that naysaying uncle that Mm -hmm. oh you know this is not the truth and you can't do this and and you know just say okay uncle that's cool I'm not offended anymore <laughs> I'm not offended I'm not downtrodden I keep it moving but I just don't get into conversations I feel like I can't handle and if I get into a conversation I feel I can't handle like you said you've got to have that person or those people that are on the same wavelength as you that are going after their dreams that you can get that encouragement from so I think building that community is really really important I just shared a post on my Instagram which is at I am I mean Michelle and I was talking about community I started to work out this year mm -hmm. and I was saying some of the things that help me do it is community the people that are doing that as well so the people I go to the gym with aren't necessarily the people I'll speak to about my business or my yeah. kids. Mm -hmm. So different, different environments and different growth spaces in our lives demand a different community. Yeah. And that's okay. We can foster that. You know, I had actually my family being against me when I started my first business. So it was like dealing with like negativity inside my house. And I know that they were just trying to kind of protect me from, you know, disappointment because that's their, their mindset. They just feel like, you know, we've done it already. We feel like, you know, you're just going to get yourself disappointed. So, and the thing I did is like, I just showed them that they were, they were wrong. But at the same time, like you were saying, not cutting out people, I personally decided to take a break for some, from, from some friends. That were being like that so because I, I felt like it was better for me I was trying to take care of for the first time of my own self you understand so I took a break but now we're back you know as you say I'm stronger more confident and after like I think it was yeah, yeah we just got back being friends because I could handle it I could handle the negativity around me without that affecting my my you know my mental state so how is it like to work with you what we're figuring out is what is actually your goal. And what I've realized with a lot of people is the goal they think it is, it isn't that. So we go through a series of questions. We go through a series of time. My one-to-one -one program is a 12-month program. We, I take you through setting your goals, making a, setting your goals, making a plan and making it happen. And then a 12-month accountability. And through that time, things change and things happen. So 
you get me on hand to work through those things, those things that need to be adapted, those things to be worked on, those micro macro goals, um, your self-development journey, how that then adds and takes away from what you're trying to achieve. And, and a lot of that is very personal. So I have created a program that is to a group um, and I will be working with people to groups. I'm in the refining stages of it right now, but I do have an event coming up on the 22nd of February called International Winning Women's Day. So we will be having a bit of that goal setting happening that day. We've also got a psychologist, we've got an author, another author in the space, and we've also got a woman with a massive, amazing story. So in how to make 2020 your best year. I want people to live their best lives right now. Like you won't get another chance of this. You'll never be this age at this time ever again. Yeah. So what are we waiting for? See, my agency is if you can live your best life now, now is the time to do it. We don't get to do over tomorrow, today. We don't get to do over being this age. We don't get to do over being who we are right now. And the one thing that really gave me the push was my children are getting older. Yeah. I remember my daughter being two. She was two at one time. And then I remember my second one being born. And then I remember it's just, it's crazy. It, and if anything, if you are a mother, if anyone is a mother, they understand the time moves so much quicker when you're looking at children. Mm. and that's kind of where I am right now and that's my journey as part of this yeah. or there's the woman that wants to have children or wants to get married and they've got this whole TikTok thing where it's got to happen by this age it's got to happen by this age actually it happens when you want it to happen it happens yeah. when it's with you and when you're right then it happens yeah. not when you're frantic and not when you're panicking and not when you're trying to be like the joneses like it just doesn't work like that so within my within my program you you figure out what you want you make a plan for what you want and you make it happen and i am that accountability buddy that you need at that time that sounds great like i'm looking forward to this event looks like it's gonna be amazing there's gonna be a lot to learn and if you guys are in England and you're actually based around the area of Birmingham, then you can definitely attend the event. And Amina has the details for the, the ticket on her Instagram at I am Amina Michelle. And also I'm going to leave the details in the podcast description so you can go and check it out. It was also good, but it's coming to an end. And before we wrap up, we're gonna go through speed questions that I love so we can get to know a little bit more about you yourself. First question is, what's the app you can't live without? At the moment, it's just my electronic diary. Okay. <laughs> because like you said earlier about balance, everything. So as much as I've got the apps, I've got my diary as my screensaver. I have a month to view in my kitchen. I've got a week to view on the fridge. So for me, it's about my time management definitely time management is important because especially if you're an entrepreneur and you work from home majority of the time you need to kind of organize your day so you don't find yourself busy actually doing nothing and what about other apps that you use daily well i think it's just probably my social media stuff because i'm try mm -hmm. i um use instagram daily facebook daily i'm really trying to get into linkedin <laughs> yeah, I think um, i'm trying to get into linkedin Yes, I've heard. So that's part of something. But as for my daily thing that I need to work, it's it's my 
Google Diary. So what's your favorite book or, you know, the book that you believe that changed everything for you? Oh, my days. I have so many. Okay, so one of the very first books that really helped me and changed everything, especially regarding goal setting and understanding why goals are good or effective, was Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. Oh, I can't yeah. suggest that to him. <laughs> Love that book. I read it every year at least three times. Um, another book, one of my newest books that have changed my life completely is Secrets of the Millionaire Mind oh, by T. Harvecker. Love that book. It's amazing. I just, oh, mind blown. Because he doesn't just talk about being a millionaire. He talks about the mindset behind it and the importance mm -hmm. of the mindset behind it. So that was a life changer. Yeah, loved it. Okay, uh, so guys, the books that she's talking about, we're going to have them on the website. So if you just go to shop, you're going to find the book that Amina is recommending at the moment. And, you know, part of the list that we recommend you as an entrepreneur. And if you could go back in yeah. time and do it all over again, what would you do different? Nothing. Really? Nothing. Um, everything I've been through has taught me something which... And I was listening to an interview with John Maxwell on impact theory and yeah. he shared the kind of same sentiment in a sense of the lessons you learn along the way create the person that you are right now. And yeah. if you didn't go through that, you wouldn't be that person. Mm -hmm. I like who I am a lot. We had some uh, connection problems and when I logged back in, I completely forgot to press record so i end up not recording the end of the um the podcast but it was really good and i just like thank, thanked amina for um, for being on the podcast and we just wrapped it up but still just want to remind you that amina have the event on the 22nd of february and you can get the details on her instagram i'm gonna leave all her details or uh, in the in the podcast description so you can connect with her
If you enjoyed today's episode, just take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram. We can't wait to connect with you. Also, if this is your first time here and you want to join the SheWins community, just head over to SheWinsMasterman.com and register. Apart from that, you can connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at SheWinsMastermind.com where you can also send us your questions and we're going to answer them in the next episode. Thank you for listening. See you in the next episode.